Coasted floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And happy almost Thanksgiving, everybody. We know that you are probably getting prepared, at least mentally, for the holiday season ahead of us. We have Thanksgiving. We have Hanukkah right around the corner. We have Christmas following immediately there after that. They're the same day this year. Oh, that's right. They are the same day. So, obviously, a lot of work to be done. Now, if you have Hanukkah and Thanksgiving on the same day, do you celebrate both holidays? I think you would start off with a Thanksgiving (laughs) brunch and then end the day with the first night of Hanukkah. That's my guess. There you go. There you go. I mean, we don't want to let a holiday slip by without celebrating, right? No, absolutely not. But before you even get to the celebrating, you got to fix up your house, especially if you're going to be hosting a lot of folks this year. And that's where we come in. We're here to help with your home improvement, your home decor, your home remodeling projects. But you need to help yourself first by calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Coming up on today's program, wintertime means an increase in house fires. So we're going to have some tips this hour on how you can protect yourself and keep your family safe. And one of the biggest causes of fires is the huge surge of popularity in candles this time of year. We're going to tell you how to enjoy a warm candlelight glow safely. And also ahead, fake tree or fresh this holiday season. We're going to weigh the pros and the cons and help you decide. And also, we're going to slay some of those old myths about what you should and shouldn't do to keep that tree fresh. Don't listen to my mom. Do not put bleach in the water. It does not work. <laughs> yeah. Bad idea. And this hour, we're giving away a great tool. It's the Roto Saw Plus from Roto Zip. Now you can saw through drywall, plywood, and more with professional grade strength. It's worth 129 bucks. Going out to one lucky caller drawn at random from those that reach us for today's program. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Marlene in Iowa is dealing with some winter window issues. Tell us what's going on. We had our siding and our windows replaced a couple years ago. And ever since we replaced the siding and the windows, in the wintertime when we turn the furnace on and get the heat started in the house, every morning when we get up, every window in the house has moisture buildup at the bottom of the window and even to the point where it makes little pools on the windowsills. So we have to go around to every window and take a towel and dry all that moisture off the bottom of the window and out of the windowsills. Well, the good news is you have to, you're cleaning your windows every day so they never get dirty. <laughs> So Thanks. the reason that's happening is because your windows are not insulated very well. Are these thermal pane windows? They were supposed to be. They were supposed to be very good windows, but we had trouble with the siding that the guy put on. So I suppose he uh, sold us a cheap window along with the, the siding that we had problems with. You see, the reason that you're getting this condensation is because when it's cold outside, the warm, moist air strikes the inside of the glass and it condenses. And so you probably have high humidity inside your house. There's a couple of things we can do to try to reduce that. But if you don't have good insulated window glass, that problem gets really pretty bad. I mean, you can actually add up, as you've discovered, to quite a bit of water. So the fix, unfortunately, is to replace your windows, which is expensive. So what I would suggest that you do is take a look at all of the reasons that you get high humidity inside of a house. So you get humidity from activities that people do cooking, cleaning, and bathing. 
make sure that if you have exhaust fans in your bathrooms, that you have the fans, they're ducted out of the house, and that they're run on timers so that when you're done with showers and baths, they can continue to run for 15 or 20 minutes to pull the moisture out. Um, make sure that you have uh, a uh, exhaust fan over your range, of course. It's also, again, ducted out, not a recirculating. Make sure that around the foundation perimeter of your house that your grading is adjusted properly. You want to make sure that soil slopes away from the walls and that your gutters and downspouts are extended. Because believe it or not, if they're not, the gutters are not clean, they're not extended, if the grading is too flat, that water is going to collect in the soil around the outside of your house. It will be drawn into the foundation, and then it will be wicked out of the air on the other side and work its way up through the house, increasing humidity the whole way. So simply by making sure you keep water away from the house, you reduce humidity inside the house. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's happening. Those are the few things that you can do inside to reduce the amount of uh, humidity that you have. All right. Well, you've been very helpful. At least I kind of understand what's going on. Thank you, and I enjoy your show. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. J.O. in Illinois, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I've got black mold or fungus stuff on the, on the inside of my uh, roof in the, crawl, in the attic space between the rafters. Okay. Uh, since uh, the roofing's been replaced and we've added ventilation on along the eaves and stuff, so I think we've done things to prevent more of it, but now I need to figure out how to get the, the old stuff out of there. I've heard that they can use, like, dry ice or something like that. Here's all you need to do. Mix up a 10% bleach solution. So 10 maybe 15% bleach and water. Put it in a pump-up sprayer. You can use, like, a garden sprayer or something that will be easy to kind of reach back into those... Uh, sealing areas with and spray the mold that will kill it and because you've dealt with the moisture issue it's not going to grow back so if you want to take care of what's there treat it with a bleach and water solution and because you've got better ventilation now you don't have to worry about it uh, reoccurring okay yeah along that same line too i didn't mention is it's got really old matted down smashed down insulation Okay, well, then it's a good opportunity for you to restore your insulation. What I would do is I would take out the old insulation, and I would add about uh, 15 to 20, 22 inches of new insulation. You can use a fiberglass bat. You put the first layer, fill it up flush with the top of the floor joist, and put the second layer in perpendicular. Okay, great. Appreciate the help. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, a startling fact. The United States has the highest fire death rate in the industrialized world. That's why we've got important safety tips to keep you and your family safe next. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Bostitch. Bostitch Mechanics Tools deliver the rugged reliability you've come to expect from Bostitch. Designed for the professional, built to last. For more information, visit Bostitch.com. 
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. One caller that we talk to this hour is going to win the Rotosaw Plus from Rotozip. You're going to get the strength and power of professional-grade tools with comfort and control. I mean, you can really use this tool for just about anything. It's great for installing tile, repairing subfloors, tackling cutouts and plaster walls. You can do a lot of things with the Rotosaw Plus. It was actually designed to zip through just about anything. Check it out at rotozip.com. It's a prize worth $129. Going to go out to one caller we talked to on today's show. So pick up the phone and make that person you. 888-MONEY-PIT. All right, next up, we've got Joyce in Illinois who's having a flooring issue. Tell us what's going on. Well, a few years ago, I put down a new kitchen floor, a Congolium Dura Ceramic kitchen floor. And it has all these marks and things on it that I had a guy come out and look at it, and he said it was a problem from the factory, and I thought they were going to replace it, and they never did replace it for me. And I was just wondering, what do I put down? I have home daycare, and I was wondering what I could put down to stand up to my home daycare and still look nice. Laminate works really well. And it's gotten less expensive. It's easier to install. Laminate floor is um, can look like vinyl, can look like stone, it can, can look like wood, it can look like anything. And it's basically made of a medium density fiberboard, and then a color layer which has the pattern of the stone or whatever it is on it, and then uh, and, and and then the laminates on top of that. So basically, it's a sandwich. And while people are comparing compare laminates to say a laminate countertop like a like a Formica, the laminate floor um, is is actually about a hundred times more durable because they put more protection on it. Yeah, I've had a laminate floor down in my house, which is a very old house, for about ten years, and it looks as good as the day we put it down. So I know it stands up well. Well, I know I have daycare, and the kids are throwing toys around and everything else. Sure, and, absolutely. Yeah, kids, dogs, toys. Uh-huh furniture. Yeah, I would take a look at laminates. Tough stuff. Okay. And easy to clean. Okay. All right, Joyce, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, here's some surprising news that I just learned. The United States has the highest fire death rate in the industrialized world. And so many of these fires are preventable. So we've got some tips here to help you out. Now, one of the biggest causes of house fires that we focus on this time of year is heating equipment. It's something that you should be dealing with right now. You should have your furnace or your boiler or your water heater serviced because not only are they fire hazards, they can also be carbon monoxide dangers as well. So if you've not taken that step yet, let's get to it before the super cold weather sets in. Mm -hmm. Also, now is the time to have your fireplace, chimney inspected and professionally cleaned. Just keep in mind that you need to look for a reputable company Chimney sweep companies tend to have a high scam rate, so you just want to make sure you do your research. You also want to take a look at your heating sources like your radiators, your baseboard heating units, or your vents. Are any of them near some flammable materials, perhaps like draperies or clothing or cardboard boxes? You want to make sure that you move those things out of the way. And don't forget the basics. Make sure you have a smoke detector installed on every level of the house, especially near the bedrooms, as well as a properly rated fire extinguisher. You want to have those handy, too. You can go to moneypit.com and search fire safety for more tips and information.
All right, now we're heading over to New York, where Rita's on the line with a mysterious odor. <laughs> what is going on over there? Um, well, I purchased a new refrigerator, and I had it installed. And um, overnight, the um, water line broke, and um, it flooded through the second floor where my kitchen is, through the cabinets, the floor, went downstairs through the ceiling, um, and then into the first floor and through the garage. Gravity stinks, huh? Yeah, it really stinks. <laughs> we just bought the house. So first-time oh homeowners, um, and then we've been in the house only for a couple of weeks. When we got the refrigerator, we're excited, and then that happened. Um, we had a company that came out and dried everything out because it went all night, and um, they told us there was no mold. And then two weeks later, our garage, um, when we were getting the work done to repair everything, um, one of the workers left the valve on the water hose in the garage, and that exploded. And then everything that we had in the garage um, got completely drenched wet. And we were able to dry that out without getting another company in. But the first time after the first flood happened, we smelled... It was like a sweet, sickly smell when you open the door to come in. The garage is right next door to the entrance. And um, that smell was wafting up towards the upstairs where the kitchen cabinet is where that flooding happened. And now after the second one, that smell got really strong. And there's no mold. There's no, like, signs of any mold anywhere. But the smell isn't going away. And we've been running a dehumidifier, but we just don't know how else to resolve it. You should know that. Mold is not going to form instantly. So the fact that you had a leak and then you're saying you're smelling this right away is not likely as a result of mold. It's more likely just the humidity mixed in with whatever, with whatever got into that water that caused that. But by the way, when this refrigerator line broke and you did all this work, did you contact your homeowner's insurance company? We had to because um, the company um, who we purchased the refrigerator from, uh, they were all pointing fingers at each other as to the cause of this water line break. Um, and so they really didn't want to take anything. So we had to wait because it happened on a weekend, of course. Um, we had to wait a few days. And then once my homeowner's insurance got involved, we didn't know anything about getting a company to come in and look at the water. There was a lot of water, um, still in between that area. So they ran their fans and, um, the dehumidifiers and they like pulled all the water out and they dried everything out. But it like, destroyed our floors on both levels because they're wood floors. Right. And that should have been covered by your homeowner's insurance. Right. Yeah. We did go through them, and they're going to go after now these companies um, that are involved in the installation. But and, and that's what you should do because the homeowner's insurance company is there to cover sudden water dispersals like that, and you don't need to get involved with the, with the finger pointing. Let them pay for the claim. And if they want to collect it against the contractors, then then so be it. Well, look, it seems like the correction here is not 100% complete. So as part of that mitigation, was there a, uh, a flood cleanup company involved? Yeah, they came over and they did everything and they said it was fine. And it was only like a week after they had left that I started noticing that odor. Um, and it wasn't like very strong. But after the second time that we had the flooding, which was only now a week ago, the smell got really strong. I would go back to that same company as an extension of the original repair and just tell them it's not been 100% resolved. Uh, because I, I think you should keep this as part of that same claim. Now, the complication is going to be that, that now you may, because you had a second flood, who's responsible for that? But I, I still think it's the same issue. You should go back to that company, and they have ways of treating those surfaces with disinfectants that will kill any materials that are left behind that could be contributing to that odor. 
And that plus the good uh, dehumidification that you're doing should stop it. It's just going to have to dry out. But I, I, I do believe you should go back to the, the company that did the, the original cleanup work. Was it like a Surf Pro or something like that? Yeah, that's who we use, Surf Pro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this is what these guys do, and they know how to get paid through the insurance companies, and it, it shouldn't be a lot of stress for you. So I would go back to them and, and, and have them continue to treat the issue because it's not been resolved. All right, great. Well, thank you for your help. Well, good luck with that project. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Now we've got Tim on the line who's dealing with a big crack in a driveway causing some unevenness. Tell us what's going on. Well, I have a uh, concrete driveway. It's three inches thick. I found that out after I saw the crack in the driveway. And they pour this driveway in one as far as width, and they put it, it's probably 16 foot wide, and they poured it in 16 by 12 foot sections with, it uh, looks like, fracture pieces in it instead of the actual expansion joints. And where it goes over my drop, my, uh, the ditch, over my cupboard, it has a spot about a one foot in a triangle, one foot by one foot by one foot, where it has dropped. And I'm trying to find some way to bring that piece back up level with the rest. That way I can see. I already had it sealed, but I put like a silicone in there along the joints to keep any further erosion from happening. How big is the piece that's dropped? You said, is it cracked one foot by one foot by one foot? Yeah. It's a one-foot triangle piece. So can you dig that piece out? No, I can't because it did not break on a smooth line. It, it fractured and dropped down. Yeah, because, you know, I tell you what, I, I've I've broken sidewalks in half before because I had to run pipes underneath them and then put them back in place kind of right where they were and just sort of filled them up and made it level. So it would be sweet if you could extract that piece of concrete, but I guess you can't. And so now you're going to have to pour a new piece. How thick is the – how far down has it dropped? Yeah, the front – on the back edge of it is still level. On the front, it's probably dropped about three inches. Okay. Well, not so bad. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to mix up a, a, an epoxy-based concrete repair product that has good adhesion. Okay. And then you're going to put a second layer on that. And uh, quickcrete – Q-U-I-K-R-E-T-E. Okay. Yeah, you want to use the, the type of concrete mix that's made, made to be a patch. And the difference is that it sticks to the old stuff. If you use regular concrete mix, it won't stick. But if you use the, the patch mix, then it will stick. Uh, and they also have uh, good step-by-step videos on their website to kind of show you how to do this. Okay. Would I be better off by just knocking that one piece that piece out and refilling it since it's not that big of a piece. Yeah, it, you might be uh, because I want to make sure it's stable underneath. But they there's a vinyl concrete patcher product that can be used uh, on top of this. And it's designed to adhere to what was there before and not crack again. Okay? I appreciate it. Still ahead, a husband and wife team set out to make a natural air freshener that can take on tough odors and end up creating a very thriving business. Learn more about the products behind them and how they can take on even the toughest odors in your home next. Money Pit is presented by Leviton, the brand most preferred by builders for wiring devices and lighting controls. With a focus on safety, Leviton products are the smart solution for all your electrical needs. 
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, as we move into the holiday season, one thing we do a lot of is cook. But the day after the big meal, have you ever noticed that your home still reeks of yesterday's festivities? Well, that is just one of the many reasons millions of Americans reach for air fresheners to help keep their homes smelling great. That's right. And no product does that better than Citrus Magic. It's an all-natural product, and it works amazingly well. In fact, I know because Tom uses it to keep his pet's area smelling really nice. And I actually put the solid one into the diaper pail in the baby's room, and it really is the ultimate air freshener. (laughs) It has to be. And Citrus Magic is made by Beaumont Products. Products, a company formed in 1991 by Hank and Cheryl Pickin, who join us now with their story. Welcome, Hank and Cheryl. Hello. Nice to be with you guys. Well, thanks for taking some time with us. You guys must be the ultimate small business success story. Somehow you managed to live and work together. How does that work, Hank? <laughs> Sometimes it's a challenge, but I, I got to say it's been... Uh... 20-some-odd years have been a a fun ride. Well, that's fantastic. Now, I want to talk to you a bit about your product, Citrus Magic, because it's one that uh, both Leslie and I have have come to appreciate uh, since you sent us some samples some years ago. Um, I've been using the spray because, uh, well, I've got kids. (laughs) I've got pets. And uh, I tell you what, nothing makes the odors go away quicker and more effectively and more naturally without sort of the heavy perfume smell um, than the Citrus Magic uh, line of products. How did you come across... Um, this product initially, and how has it grown since that time? We uh, actually discovered the Citrus Magic product sitting on a shelf in a hardware store in uh, in Kennesaw, Georgia. And uh, based on its positioning and its effectiveness, uh, ended up um, buying the company. Um, it is um, not only 100% natural, but it's a non-aerosol delivery system. And those two were uh, very, very timely as far as the trends in the consumer marketplace. And I think what's important to know is that unlike other air freshening products or devices, what Citrus Magic does different, which I noticed right away, is that instead of just sort of layering a, another scent on top of whatever it is, this odor you're trying to get rid of, it actually just wipes out that funk, you know, completely. Well, it's true. What it, what it is, is our product is... 100% natural and 100% active by an ordinary can of uh, air freshener, you find it's got maybe 3% perfume, a lot of water, and a lot of gas. Our product, because of the delivery system being non-aerosol, it's uh, 100% active, so it's 100% citrus oil. And uh, citrus oil itself is a very, very effective solvent, and it dissolves any odor molecules in the air spray it and not only is 100 percent natural but it's extremely effective yeah as evidenced by the fact that leslie uses the solid as the as the bottom of her diaper pail right leslie it's true (laughs) and i don't even you know it has a sticker on top with perforations below it so you peel it off to sort of expose the amount of solid and truly i pull back like a quarter of the sticker or half and put that inside the diaper pail like on the exterior of the bag so it's not even in contact with the diaper and the room will smell like the most beautiful freshly laundered clothing forever and ever and ever and i forget about it practically a year before i'm like oh I smell the diaper again. I mean, it's amazing. Now, that's one uh, that's one use that perhaps uh, is uh, unique to the product. Uh, doing this for all these years, Cheryl, what are some other places that folks are using Citrus Magic that perhaps you wouldn't think of off the bat? It's amazing what our customers have told us, what they're, what they're doing 
We found out that the product is safe to use around tropical birds um, who are very sensitive to to smells and any gases in the air, and also that it's a wonderful um, must remover. If you have that smell in the early part of the fall when your heaters come on in your house or in your car, to just spray that into the air return duct of of the house or car, you suddenly get this burst of freshness and it totally cleans out that smell. You know, Hank, it really does work so well, the Citrus Magic Spray. How, I mean, I feel like the dog in the Roll the Beautiful Bean Footage commercial. <laughs> I'm like, how do you make it? How does this work? How are you so effective when I feel like there's no aerosol in it that makes it launch? How does it work so well? Well, what you're dealing with with Citrus Magic is not only 100% natural, but you're dealing with 100% active. If you were to compare Citrus Magic to an ordinary uh, air freshener that you would buy, the air freshener, uh, ordinary one, would be in an aerosol container. And if you broke down the components of uh, an aerosol container, you'd find maybe as much as 3% perfume. You'd find the balance of the contents either water or gas. So in our case, it's non-aerosol, so there's no... um, no gas in our container, and it also um, is distributing 100% active product. So we have about a 30 to 1 dosing advantage in our product. As you spray a little bit of Citrus Magic in the air, you're spraying something that is 100% active. While you spray an ordinary air freshener in the air, it's 3% active. So that's part of it. And the other part of it is, is the ingredient is 100% natural citrus oil, which is an excellent solvent, and it actually dissolves uh, odor molecules in the air. So you get the effectiveness of much more product in short bursts, and you, and you get uh, the effectiveness of the natural citrus. We're talking to Hank and Cheryl Pickin. Uh, Hank is the president of Beaumont Products, along with his wife, Cheryl. They make the Citrus Magic line of air fresheners available um, in both solid and a non-aerosol form. Before we let you guys go, I know that you're involved in a lot of charitable works, including one that recycles soap. That actually saves lives. Can you tell us about that, Cheryl? Certainly. One, one of the other evolvement of, of Beaumont products is that we've started developing soaps, pet products, all sorts of other things where the natural industry can embrace. Uh, in the soap industry, we discovered a, a company or a foundation entitled Clean the World. Clean the World collects all the soap that is given to us or basically used after uh, in resorts and hotels throughout the country. Beaumont Products is a, a part of that in that we recycle that soap and then give the Clean the World gives the soap bars out to third world countries throughout the world. And it's something like 11 million children a year could die from hygienically controlled diseases. In other words, if they had soap and water to clean with, they can save their lives. That's amazing. Hank and Cheryl Pickin, president of Beaumont Products, thank you so much for being a part of the Money Pit. If you'd like more information about Citrus Magic, you can visit the website for Beaumont Products at Beaumont Products. 
Citrusmagic.com. We'd also like you to know that Citrus Magic products are available at Walmart, Target, Kroger, or your favorite local hardware store. Hank and Cheryl, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, still ahead, Hanukkah means eight nights of candles for your families, but it can also mean a fire hazard if you're not careful about how you use them. We're going to teach you how to stay safe with your holiday festivities after this. The Money Pit is presented by Diamond Crystal Salt. The benefits are bigger than you expected. After all, you're worth your salt. Diamond Crystal Salt, a brilliant choice since 1886. You live in a Money Pit. It is brought to you by the new Chamberlain MyQ Garage. When you forget, it alerts your smartphone so you can close your door from anywhere on most garage door openers. Available now. For more information, go to Chamberlain.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by for your call. We want to talk about your home improvement project at 888 Pit, And we want to give you some tools to help you get that job done. One caller drawn at random this hour is going to win the Roto-Saw Plus from Roto-Zip. No need for multiple tools. The Roto-Saw Plus does the work of several in one. It can be used as a cutout tool, a grinder, a flush cut saw, slicing through everything from plywood to porcelain. It's worth $129. Going to go to one lucky caller. You can visit rotozip.com for more information or give us a call right now for the answer to your home improvement question and your chance to win 888 Money Pit. Well, it's time now for the Money Pit's Pinterest Tip of the Week, presented by Citrus Magic Air Freshener. Well, flashlights are really great in the dark, but only candles can add that special touch to your holiday celebration. And this year, we've got Thanksgiving and Hanukkah on the same day. I don't know if that's ever happened. Good point. This is also the time of year when we get a lot of increases in home fires. Why? Well, candles are one of the big reasons. So we want to make sure that you never leave candles burning in a room that's unattended or leave them burning overnight. You want to choose a menorah with sturdy candle holders that are not going to tip or burn and are large enough to collect that dripping wax. Also keeps it off the tablecloth, which is nice. And keep candles away from clothing, books, magazine curtains. You guys know the stuff that burns. Keep those candle flames away. You want to make sure also that you trim candle wicks to one quarter inch before each use. And don't use pillar or taper candles once they're within two inches of your holder. Finally, consider electric candles. You know, these battery operated options are actually really beautiful. They're made with some real wax. The flicker is kind of authentic, and it really will give you the same effect as a candle, but a whole heck of a lot safer. And that's your Pinterest tip of the week, presented by Citrus Magic Air Fresheners. There's magic in the air. You can visit our Pinterest page, check out our tip of the week board for more on this and other ideas. Now we are heading over to Tennessee, and Randall is dealing with some mold in the garage. Tell us what's going on. Uh, yeah, there's um, some black mold in a, um, a house that I'm I'm renting, actually. Um, I, I can do any work here, so there's no problem. It, apparently, there was a water heater that went out, and so it's up about, it goes from everywhere from about a foot up to about maybe three feet. 
and around the back of the water heater and down the wall. All right, so your question is, what should you do about that, correct? Well, yeah, yeah. I wanted to know whether I can clean it or I need to rip out all of the uh, the drywall and just uh, start over again. Well, the general rule of thumb is that if it's less than 10 square feet, you can do the removal yourself or you can clean it yourself. And the simple thing to do is to mix up a bleach and water solution and spray it down, let the bleach sit, for 15, 20 minutes on the wall and then clean that uh, dead, will we now be dead mold off of the wall. How would you clean that? Um, you could use that bleach and water solution and, you know, a bucket and a sponge and wipe it down. You just want to not, you want to be careful not to breathe any mold spores. So you wear a dust mask and that sort of thing. Is it just a dust mask, or do I have to buy something more uh, expensive, like uh, one of those filter masks? Well, here's the thing, Randall. Some people are some people are super sensitive to mold, and some people are not. And a lot of people can go ahead and clean that with virtually no protection and never have any ill effects. And other people that can, can will try to do that and, and and be super allergic and be generally miserable as a result of the experience. So the answer is it depends. But if you go to the website for the Centers for Disease Control, they've got a great section on mold and how to get rid of it there. And you will find some uh, some step-by-step advice, too, on how to, how to clean it up. Okay, so some bleach solution, water, uh, about half and half? No, only, only about uh, 10% bleach. 10 or 15% bleach is plenty. Hey, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, guys, it's almost time for trimming your tree. Are you going to go with a fresh one or an artificial tree this year? We are weighing the pros and cons of each type of Christmas tree to help you decide. I'm going with a real tree. I don't know about you. Stick around. Live in a body pit. Money Pit is presented by Leviton, the brand most preferred by builders for wiring devices and lighting controls. With a focus on safety, Leviton products are the smart solution for all your electrical needs. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Just about done with the Weekend Warrior Facebook sweepstakes. you got to get over there right away, folks, if you'd like to enter. Our first place is the Porta-Cable 20-volt power tool set with lithium-ion batteries. A great set of tools to have around the house. Uh, we're also giving away some Gutter Clear 365, which helps keep your gutters clear, and three different uh, Black & Decker lawn and garden tools. So that's all online at facebook.com slash themoneypit. You can get to it from the Money Pit website as well at moneypit.com. Head there today. And while you're there, you can post your question in the community section of the Money Pit, just like Joan in South Carolina did. And she writes, small brown greenish dots began to appear on my white car after a recent repaving of my street. It's been confirmed to be artillery mold. Removal is estimated around 200 bucks with no guarantee that it'll work. Repainting is 1200 Is there a more economical way Way to remove it. Well, first of all, it's artillery fungus, if that is in fact what it is. Uh, in terms of, of, of the car, I would pick up some co- some uh, compound, some rubbing compound that you can get in an auto supply store and try to work it on the finish a little bit, see if it takes it off. But more importantly, even if you got it off, it would come back again if you don't deal with the source, which is usually the type of mulch. If you have shredded mulch around your house, that can be littered with uh, artillery fungus. You might want to get a regular bark mulch, the bigger pieces of mulch, 
that that tends to not have artillery fungus in it, and, and that may be all you need to do to fix this. Okay, but I don't know that I would uh, head on over to uh, my local auto uh, care place and spend twelve hundred dollars on this to repaint it. I would simply get some compound and work on it myself. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Be careful if you've got light siding as well. You might notice it there, especially if it's in close proximity to that mulch. So take care of that mulch before you start repairing anything else. Well, it's almost time to get Christmas decorating underway. And if you're trying to decide between a fresh or a fake tree, remember that both types come with their own set of pros and cons. Leslie has the lowdown in this week's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. If you're deciding between a fresh tree or a fake one, here are some things that you want to consider. A live tree, they can smell fresh and keep your home cleaner by removing carbon dioxide and replacing it with oxygen naturally. Getting a tree from a nearby farm is also going to help your local economy, which is good. And they can be broken down into mulch after the holiday. The downsides are dealing with all those needles and, of course, the watering, which you got to do. And you also have to be careful that it doesn't dry out because you have to keep that risk of fire down, down low. And transporting and disposing of a live tree... It can sometimes be a problem. Now, a fake tree, you can reuse it year after year. And some of the artificial trees really do look just like the real thing. They're much easier to maintain. You don't have to worry about allergies or sap. But you do need a place to store them year after year. Sometimes assembling them can take some time, and they're often made from a non-renewable resource, plastic. Now, there are often no benefits to the economy, as many fake trees, they're simply made abroad. But if you do want to go fresh, here's a quick way to tell how fresh your tree may be. Just do a freshness test by sharply bending a few of the tree's needles with your fingers. Fresh green needles, they're going to break crisply, just like a fresh carrot. And if you want to keep it alive, no secrets here, guys. Fresh water and plenty of it. Anything else, like putting aspirin in the base, it's all just an old wives' tale, and it does not work. And Pauline Segretti, do not put bleach in it. You'll be surprised again when your tree is all brown (laughs) and dead the very next day. (laughs) This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next time on the program, it's one of a homeowner's most dreaded emergencies, a clogged drain. Especially with all the holiday cooking and cleaning, it's one problem that you need cleared up quick. We're going to have some tips to help keep the flow moving on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.